This is the Horse Radio Network. What a beautiful day for horses in the morning. You are listening to the number one horse podcast in the world. Here's your entertaining look at the horse world and the people in it. Well, good Monday morning, everybody. I am Glenn the Geek from Auditor Lindsay's dining room in Lorton, Virginia, surrounded by cats who are ready to pounce on the keyboard and knock us off the air any minute. <laughs> As a matter of fact, there's one sitting here staring me down right now. You, when you started this out, you sounded a little nervous. Not uh, <laughs> I am Jamie Jennings, and I'm all by myself in Norman, Oklahoma. You're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for August 30th, episode 2757, brought to you today by Eagle Equine Products. Good morning, Horse World. And that noise you heard was the cat bumping against Celeste's <laughs> microphone. So. Spray bottle. Get a spray bottle. <laughs> spray bottle. That's what we need. We need something. He just needs to participate. So, before we get on with the show, I just wanted to give our thoughts and prayers to everybody down in Ida's Path. It looks miserable and awful, and uh, we're hoping for the best down there. I haven't heard any reports from the horse world down there yet. Um, it's kind of early, but uh, it looks like it did do some serious damage down that way. So we're thinking about them. It seems like Louisiana has been getting beat up on the last several years with hurricanes. But we do have company this morning. Actually, I'm in her house. So <laughs> um, Lindsay is Your here. Company. Hi, Lindsay. Good morning. Thank you for having us here. I'm so glad you guys could be here. This has been super fun. It's uh, It's been the final meetup last night at Lindsay's Backyard, so it was fun. And also, Celeste came up. Celeste is here as well. Hello. They've both been on the show before. They're both auditors and longtime listeners and fun people. So we've had them <laughs> and ex-cruisers from the last cruise. True. So that was fun. These, t- th- these two and their husbands, Jamie, uh, I don't think got in bed before about 3 o'clock every night of the cruise. They were partying hard. Kind of girls. <laughs> <laughs> Can neither... Confirm nor deny. Because <laughs> your dad's going to listen. <laughs> We're going to hear actually from Lindsay's dad a little later in the show to get the the father perspective of uh, this whole thing. I always love talking to the dads. Did he tell you any bad stories on me? Uh, not on the air. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to listen to find out. I guess I'm a little nervous to listen to it. So we do have several interviews from the last meetup of the Roadshow from Lorton, Virginia. And also, these two are going to join us and chat with us today. Uh, Jamie has some horses to talk about. We got some equestrian first world problems. We got all kinds of stuff going on on the show today. So hang around. We're glad you are here. And But it's time for some Daily Winnies. And uh, I'm very happy to report one of these. <laughs> Well, happy birthday to auditors Emily Kettler and Charity Dorn. And I think Charity actually is a new auditor recently as well. So happy birthday to the two of you. We hope you have a fantastic day. Also, we have a new auditor, and I heard that Jamie knows this person. Manuel, mi amigo, como esta? Manuel Castro is our new auditor. And what's awesome is he actually works at Monty's and has worked at Flag is Up Farms for like 
a million years. And um, oh, what's really? really cool, Manuel has been going through some health stuff. So I'm pretty sure Joanne Cutchell, another auditor, got him hooked up listening to us while he's recovering. So amigo, uh, I wish I knew how to say Gil soon in Spanish, but I'm pretty much tapped out now. Um, <laughs> Anybody? Nobody has he, that? Nope. Nobody, nobody. no help here. <laughs> no say. Um, feliz cumpleaños. <laughs> we can just make up words man yeah we yeah. hope you get better Manuel and also also upping their pledges was andrew vernatter and hannah rappert who we stayed with uh last week in pennsylvania did you shake her down for more I money apparently <laughs> did she she must have really liked to visit she upped her pledge so uh, the reason i was so happy about this is if manuel manuel hadn't signed up we were going to have the first week with no new auditors in a very long time. So I'm happy to report that we, we had one. So mm-hmm. thank you. Did you shake him down? Is that what I you? did not, nor did I shake down Joanne, who probably made him do it. So, <laughs> <laughs> Well, Joanne, thank you for making him do it. We appreciate that, too. Since I have a couple horse girls here, I decided to make my daily Winnie about a horse. I took Peter, my off-the-track thoroughbred who I adopted from uh, Horse and Hound Rescue. I took him on his first uh, trip, his, actually his first off-property ride. I took him to the vet clinic because he needed to get an adjustment, chiropractic work, and I wanted to see how he would do when I tr- took him somewhere. And he unloaded nervous and then settled down. So I thought, okay. We can go on a trail ride to Lake Thunderbird, which is just about 10 minutes from here. And it's a big lake and there's horse trails all around. So we go and I've got Abby has Drax, another horse that I adopted a couple of years ago. And she's taking over the ride on him. And then I have Peter and we unloaded them. And of course he was nervous and I got on and everything was a little bit tense you know, <laughs> the first time and there's other horses out there and so it was pretty stressful but after about five minutes he just really settled down and after about seven minutes Drax threw a shoe and after about <laughs> 10 minutes we realized that the pterodactyls that are also known as horseflies were going to get us killed so we we got 10 minutes out everybody was good so we let's go back okay turn around 10 minutes back so it was an exciting ride but i would like to report that peter was very fair and he acted just like a, a horse should which is to unload and be nervous and freaked out and then he settled down so i was really pleased with how it went and i um i i think that all horse flies should die like <laughs> yesterday i mean i second that motion what is going on? So uh, what I found out is because of the release, the like cicadas that are, that are born this year, you know, that come out after, after 17 years. So these are cicada killers, the horse flies, and they, they grab onto the cicadas and they like, you know, eviscerate them and suck out all their guts or whatever they do. And so that is why we have so many giant horse flies this year is because of the cicadas. This is what I was told. Don't quote me on all this, but that's what I was told because I don't remember them. Are you guys dealing? Cause y'all are up near more of the cicada world than I am. <laughs> are y'all dealing with this? Oh yeah. They're, they're around everywhere. They're a bigger target to hit, which makes it a little bit easier to kill them. But also like you said the other day, they slice you open if they actually, land on you and bite one got on abby's shoulder and cut cut her open through her shirt mm-hmm. like what is happening and then they're carrying so little had- razor blades now they're gang yes, gang yes, horse flies yes. yeah. <laughs> and so i was feeding pink my my brood mary you know and i talked about this the other day is that like i had the scoop the feed scoop and so i whacked it 
it was on her like because they always get up on the sacrum where the horses yeah. can't get them you know and i whacked it with the feed scoop and of course it freaked her out but i pulled the feed scoop up and it was like covered in blood <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. like poor girl i don't know whose blood that is but it's not good yeah. anyway so yeah those things are nasty i'm just i'm not happy with that right now i'm ready for <laughs> fall like i've never been like let's bring on the winter now i am bring it on this summer has just been awful with all the, the pests. At first it was the cicadas, and now these horseflies have been awful here in Virginia. And we're a long way away from you. It's amazing to me that they're so bad out there, too. Mm-hmm. I whacked one of those suckers three times last week, and it still didn't die. You, you got to do the stomp and drag to get them. Yeah. So that's what I do is I'm like, I'm going to like ninja flick it on the horse and then it falls to the ground because I stun it. And then I step on it and I drag it in the dirt and I'm like, yep. ha ha, one yeah. less. And then another one comes. You, I, you, I think my your PETA membership just got revoked. I'm okay with that. I am okay with that. If, if, if not being um, vegetarian includes me killing flies, I have. <laughs> I, I have done very bad this year. I've murdered lots of things. Fly lots of killer. Bugs. <laughs> we had the biggest bees we have ever seen here last night on Lindsay's deck. They were like two inches long. They were huge. It got exciting for a few minutes. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was crazy. So they're not they're not carpenter bees. No, what, what are? I don't they? know what they were. Some kind of hornet. Yeah. We definitely get carpenter bees around here, but no, these were something nasty. I would not have wanted to get up close and personal with one of these guys. Yeah, we didn't take no. a picture and uh, look it up. <laughs> we were too busy just trying to... And the more you killed, the more they came. It's like, Run away! <laughs> my husband took my shoe and was just whacking away, and it yeah. it really was like whack-a-mole. One, one would die, and three more would show up. Mm. Yeah, well, we're going to avenge their father. Not to, <laughs> not to change the killing of all wildlife, but um, <laughs> we, uh, we have to congratulate the U.S. paradressage team. They finished with the first medal ever in paradressage for the United States. They got a bronze, and that was very exciting. And I'm also happy to report, as of a couple of minutes ago, Roxanne Trunnell for the United States won her second gold medal. So she's a double gold medalist now, and I don't even know what she wanted in it just uh, hope <laughs> hand just posted that she won double gold now so it might have been freestyle or something that would be at the last one of the things they do is freestyle right so, so um yeah i'm trying to see here i don't have any word on what it was but congratulations to the entire para team they they must be very excited we have never done terrifically in para in uh in the united states but of course great britain won again so uh they always win para but yeah, as the team, but we're very excited for them. Jamie, tell us a little bit about Magna Guard, and then we're going to give you a little bit of a, the last final trip update, actually. No, you may have heard of the Magna Guard gastric support product. Magna Guard helps prevent ulcers and other gastric issues, giving your horse the happy tummy he deserves. Magna Guard helps calm horses in two ways. First, the magnesium is a natural calmer, and second of all, it keeps the gut feeling great, which allows horses to relax. It contains important trace minerals. It's all natural, can be fed continually without negative side effects, and customers report healthier and shinier coats less colic, healthier hooves, and overall healthier horses. There is a discount code, you guys. It's like it's free. HRN gets 15% (laughs) off. That's your discount code when you go plug it in. HRN, 15% off your order at eagleequine.com, and it's a one-time use. So 
get as much as you can. Uh, all the products come with a money back guarantee. And if you're not satisfied, you can contact Eagle Equine Products for a full refund. Thank you, Jamie. We're very distracted here. Uh, we, we're on the second floor because it's a split level and there's a big balcony outside and she has put hummingbird feeders and uh, the hummingbirds are coming around and I don't, hummingbirds are just, you just have to stare at them. I mean, they're 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 mesmerizing. (laughs) They spend more time chasing each other than they do actually eating. Yeah. Yeah. My husband bought me a beautiful hummingbird feeder for Christmas of 2019. Uh, Little did we know how much time I was going to spend staring at it, working from home (laughs) in the summer and and spring and summer and fall of 2020. Uh, But we went from one feeder, now we have four, and we have uh, several savage little hummingbirds that (laughs) come by, you know, every three to five minutes. There's another one comes zooming by. It's uh, definitely pretty good entertainment for both me and the cats as we we look out the windows all day. I just spend so much time rinsing, washing mine because I read something about how they have to wash them out or they get all bacteria and then the little hummingbird suffers. So I have one and it's like this big glass hummingbird feeder and I clean it out every two days. I'm like, just one more thing to take care of (laughs) here on the the farm. Well, we uh, we released the race video, Horse Husband versus Horse this morning on Horses in the Morning and all our our pages. Did you watch it? I did. Yeah. You can't give away who won. We're not. That dude freaking cheated. <laughs> I mean, no, sh- me no spoilers. Right. No spoilers. When do I get to talk about this video? <laughs> Let's let it up there for a couple it. days and then we'll talk about it, okay? Mm-hmm. I'll give you okay, Friday. You can talk about the video it. on Friday. But in the meantime, I'm going to talk over you because you can't just help yourself. Uh, horse Husband versus Horse. Go check it out. It was real fun. It's actually, it was pretty well done. Neil did a good job putting it together. So, um, and that was filmed on, I got to give a plug out to my Samsung S t- S10 phone. The video on that thing is amazing. I, don't, I wouldn't have gotten better video with a real camera. Uh, it was really good. So, uh, you know how you could have got better video? What, how? As if he didn't cheat. <laughs> <laughs> so go check it out. Horse Husband versus Horse. It's on the Horses in the Morning Facebook page today. Well, we had our last meetup last night at Lindsay's house. Thank you for putting that together and for cooking and everything. Appreciate it. I can take zero credit for the cooking. That was all my wonderful husband, Reed. As usual, the horse husband did all the cooking. That's what he, happened. He learned early on in our relationship that uh, I, I was capable of making dinner, but it was going to be way later than he wanted to eat. So, and he is a much better cook than I am. So thankfully that he he handles the vast majority of that. And I think we're both happier with that arrangement. <laughs> and it was fun. You know we what's had- funny is, is mine is the opposite because my husband had to learn how to cook breakfast because I was already gone. Like so, if he has to make dinner one night, we're having pancakes. Me pancakes like, nobody, and you don't eggs. just have breakfast for dinner. We already had breakfast today. <laughs> so to, you, one of the people there was. A, we met a lot of cool people last night, and you're going to hear from a couple of them. One of them is Lindsay's dad. He's coming up next, but. Um, and Lindsay, of course, for those that don't remember, is the mounted shooter. She actually started mounted archery. Mounted archery. archery. I yes, wish I I'm could sorry. try mounted shooting. If anyone lives nearby that does that, uh, convenient real, to Northern Virginia, I want to come about and try guns it. here in Northern Virginia. Yeah, <laughs> so. it's a pretty populated area. I get it. Uh, thankfully, my boarding barn is pretty cool about us shooting bow and arrows in the indoor arena, but I have a feeling guns would be where they drew the line. <laughs> and Jamie, if you remember right, 
Well, I know you remember because I think it was partly Lindsay's fault that you did the whole mounted mounted archery thing in your uh, in the makeover. She was my she was my virtual coach. So when when I competed in the thoroughbred makeover, I thought, what can I do that nobody's done? I'll do some mounted archery. I don't know how to do that, so I'll call Lindsay. <laughs> and Lindsay heard about mounted archery and started it because of our show. So it was kind of full circle. Completely full circle. And I became an auditor uh, back because I was the original grand prize winner from the very first Radiothon. And uh, and it was a big prize that year, too. You got a lot of oh stuff. Oh, my gosh. And I still <laughs> use a bunch of it. I Yeah, it's the best. Uh, all the sponsors were amazing. Wasn't it like 5000 It was big. It was a lot of stuff. I don't think it was $5,000, but it, it was... It was a lot. It was a lot. <laughs> and then, like 1500 probably. Yeah. That sounds right. And then shortly after I became an auditor, my middle name is Celeste, and I saw this girl, Celeste, posting on the page, and I was like, oh, we should obviously be best friends. And <laughs> Celeste, we got to stick together. Yeah. <laughs> and they are. <laughs> and then Celeste came up here, and we met for the first time because she was doing a mounted archery clinic, and we had never met in person, and she came and stayed at my house. I'm not scared of strangers. So, <laughs> several several uh, levels of full circle there. And now we, you know, we were uh, cruise buddies and she came up and stayed the night with us here last night. And uh, you're going, you're taking Jennifer to try mounted archery. Yeah, today. Celeste and Jennifer and I are going to go do some mounted archery on my horse, Rocket. Really excited about that. I think she is too. I think she's excited to try it too. So that'll be fun. So yeah. And then there was another uh, guy that was here. It was fun to see some guys here that actually listened to the show. Uh, But tell us about the one guy that we talked about earlier. So shout out to my friend, Steve Oates, who is not yet an auditor, but I'm working on him. We'll fix him. (laughs) He uh, he used to board at my barn, and now he and his wife have a property just down the street. Um, and maybe a year and a half, two years ago, he said to me, Hey, I've been listening to this really cool podcast. It's called Horses in the Morning. I think you'd really like it. <laughs> <laughs> and I uh, had to tell him that, actually, I've been listening for quite a while, but he uh, he listens while he does stalls in the morning, and uh, I he's a relatively new to the horse world. His wife got him into it. Um, I don't think he's a horse husband anymore. He's definitely a horseman in his own right. But I, kn- I know he's learned a ton from the show. So yeah, you that's guys are cool. educating everybody. Yay, that's very cool. All right. Uh, so thanks to everybody who came out last night. So the plan is we're going to spend the day here and the night here tonight. And then we are driving home. We're trying to beat the storm as it turns this direction. And so we don't have to drive in torrential rains for, for 12 hours. So we're trying to beat the storm south tomorrow morning and get as far as we can. And hopefully we'll be home by Wednesday or Thursday. So and then by the way that'll be uh I figured it out that'll be almost 4000 miles that we've gone. So uh we we're, we're both ready now. We're ready to go home now. Jennifer, you don't hear Jennifer cuz she's hiding, I think. Uh she's getting some quiet time. <laughs> <laughs> so uh so that's it. That's the uh, last final trip update, and we'll be putting a, a massive video together of, of the entire trip. That'll be coming out whenever I get through all the thousand clips I took and get that all organized. But right now, we want you to hear from, and these are uh, these uh, final, actually, listener interviews from the trip, and these are brought to you by Horselovers.com. They have over 120,000 products that you need to check out, the deal of the day every day. And and you get to open your Horse Lover's surprise box today. I'm so excited for that. <laughs> she hasn't opened her surprise box yet. So let's hear from your dad and hear what he had to say about you, Lindsay. 
Before you play that clip, I just want to say, I don't know what naughty stories he told about me, <laughs> but my dad is the world's best horse show dad. And I am so thankful that he and my mom, who was also here last night, they live 10 minutes away, have always been so supportive of me and this horse crazy thing. I think they they strongly suspected I was going to grow out of it and uh, jokes on them. I, <laughs> I'm, I am 32 years old. And until three months ago, I did not own a tow vehicle and my Poor, long-suffering daddy took me to every horse show I've ever been to in my entire life, including like five horse shows last year and just world's best horse show dad. So I'm super thankful that he's so supportive. And he, of course, wanted to come out and meet the – he has jokingly referred to you guys as a cult before. Because, you know, oh, you, you've never met this person and she's coming to stay at your house. And I did the same with other auditors and – uh yeah, I think they were very curious to meet the the man behind the curtain. Well, very, we have a healthy aw. cult, I think. It's a healthy cult. You're our imaginary friends, Glenn. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> we are your friends. I, now, you did post this morning, and I think, well, we'll wait for a little later for that. Let's hear from your dad. So we are at the last meetup on this trip, and we're in Lorton, Virginia. We're at Lindsay Helmuth's place, and... Uh, I met her dad, and I love talking to horse dads because they've tolerated a lot in their lives, but she has given you the Dad of the Year Award. She says you were the best horse dad that ever lived. <laughs> well, thank you. It's, it's, <laughs> been a, it's been a fun journey. Did you have any clue what you were getting into with this horse thing? Uh, no. Um, you know, she uh, came out of the womb liking horses, uh, and that wasn't our thing. And and um, uh, my um, my stepfather had introduced me to horses. He raced thoroughbreds for years. Down in and, my way, Ocala, right? And, yeah. and Ocala, yes. Yeah. And uh, so um, uh, it was something that uh, it was, you know, fun. And I enjoyed going to the races with him because he knew so much and I knew so little. But, um, you know, when she uh, got to be, I guess it was eight, uh, we signed her up for lessons and she was so small she could walk underneath the, uh, the horse's belly that uh, she was grooming. And, um, and, of course, I didn't even know any better that she really probably shouldn't be doing that. But, uh, anyway, we enjoyed going down with her and, and it just blossomed from there. It never ended, did ne- it? Never ended. <laughs> Pretty much, yes. So it's funny because... Uh, Jennifer, my wife's parents always thought that the horse thing would go away. You know, eventually she'd grow out of it and it would go away. Did you have that thought? Or were she, well, you um, know yeah, I was, uh, yeah, I mean, it was, uh, it was a hope, uh, that, uh, <laughs> that she would, uh, you know, move forward, move on and do something else with her, with herself. But, uh, you know, it's, it is a nice thing for uh, a kid to do because it's, with uh, responsibility and um, and uh, physical exercise. And well, we always say it, that it puts boys off for about an extra two years. Well, did that work with her? Yes, it did work. Oh, with good. Her. It yeah. did work with her. Yeah. I, I don't think she really wasn't uh, serious about boys until uh, college. And uh, so it did help with that because she was very busy with the horses. She's th- going to love high school. you just said that in the air. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> now, she was an inventor. Yes. Which meant you had to sit through the dressage part. Yes. Did you yes. actually sit through the dressage part? Well, yeah. I, I, I never really had any problems with dressage. Um, although when she was small, there wasn't a lot of uh, dressage going on. No. <laughs> uh, but, you know, and of course, I didn't really know better um, until um, 
until one day when one of her trainers got on her, the horse that we were leasing at the time, and showed us what her horse could do. And, but, of course. The horse at, was supposed to do. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and at, at the age, I guess she was 12 or 13, you know, she couldn't make the horse um, go round and that kind of thing. And so, um, um, so it, was, it was fun to uh, see what it was really all about. Uh, but, of course, all we were doing was she was just going and doing the test. <laughs> And that wasn't really about it. I bet when she got into mounted archery, you were thrilled because that's fun to watch. Yes, it is fun to watch. Yeah. Um, and um, uh, and especially the horse that she had in the very beginning, Graham, uh, was uh, a horse who could canter almost at a standstill. And um, his canter was slow and um, very smooth. And you could really shoot a lot of arrows with him cantering uh, through a, you know, a 50 or 70 yard course. Well, and she started that because she heard about it on our show. Is that right? Yeah. I, I did not yeah, know that. Yeah, she heard yes. about Mounted Archery on our show, and right. that's what got her to go out and do that in the first place. Oh, right. Years, years ago now. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to do that tomorrow, actually. She's going to do a demonstration for us, so we're oh, going to wow. get her on video, and then she's going to get Jennifer to try it. So that should be fun. Yes. That should be a lot of fun. What's your... What word do I want to use? What is your most vivid memory of a horse show? Something bizarre or... It, well, um, could gosh. be good or bad. I don't care. Uh, you know, <laughs> you know, we were so lucky, uh, to run into the right people, which is really what it takes, uh, in this, in this sport, um, because you can go down the path of, um, getting the wrong horse oh, and that kind of or thing. the wrong trainer you are yeah. the wrong trainer so we we i won't bore you with those details but uh, we got incredibly lucky for people that didn't know anything about pony club didn't know anything about horses didn't know anything about anything um so but uh i would say that um the was the um one of the the things that was really very peculiar was the fact that the horse seemed to be able to throw a shoe the day before the every trial, yeah. I I don't know how she did it. Um, they all she, do it. By the she way, she just knew <laughs> knew we were going somewhere. The That's next not day. special. They all yeah. do it. <laughs> and, and we were so lucky that um, that most of the uh, events we were going to were recognized, and most of them had farriers. Farrier, yeah. And um, so yeah, and she so didn't have to pay double time for yours. Yeah, <laughs> probably did. I don't remember that part, but you know, um, you put all those money things out yeah, of your head, right? <laughs> Yes. Of course, you play golf. That's no cheap sport either. No, no, it's not cheap. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we always had. Um, I think the the most luck we've ever had with that was, I guess, at, at almost every event we went to at Waradaka had to do with a farrier. Yeah. Um, whether we lost the shoe before we got there or during the event, something like that. It was, it was just extraordinary how, you know, you 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 know you you want your child to do well. And then all of a sudden there's this barrier that you can't even ride. Then all of a sudden you find this guy who can give you a, put a shoe on your horse and all is well again. So yeah, it was, it was like, well, it's not the daughter from crying her eyeballs out. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, you know, 80% of my audience listening right now probably would not be listening if it hadn't been for a horse dad. So on behalf of all the horse dads out there, I'm going to say thank you to you. And we love Lindsay. We've known Lindsay for a very long time, and she's been on the cruises with us, and we've just had so much fun. Uh, but she's been listening forever, I think, to our shows, and yes. we've just gotten to know her through that. But uh, good job, Dad. Oh, well, thank you. It's been a lot of fun.
Well, there you go. That's Lindsay's dad. And I tried so hard to get the bad stories out of him and how much he hated being at dressage shows and how much he hated driving you everywhere. And what a pain in the ass you were. Nothing. He was so kind. He's just a kind Southern gentleman. And I can see where you get your personality from because Lindsay's a little, especially well, especially after a glass of wine, she's, she's the life of the party. Your mom, we met her last night. She's the life of the party too. Uh, I would say neither of us need that glass of wine to go ahead. <laughs> no, and no. Be your right mom in the walks into things. a room, you know your mom is there. Oh, and that's yes. a good thing because I like that. <laughs> <laughs> She's fabulous. I'm so thankful that we live so close and we get to see them all the time. Yeah, they're 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 a lot of fun. But we also got to catch up with somebody who had a first for all of the different meetups we've done. I think it's ten, and that Shona came out from a horse show at Wardaka with her horse Thoroughbred in the trailer. What was the horse's name? Uh, Seneca Valley. She was uh, oh, Seneca Valley. Well, the she was Rook. at the yeah. She was at Seneca Valley. She was at the trials. Seneca Valley horse trials. Yes. Yeah. And her horse's name was Rook. And an off-track thoroughbred mare, redheaded mare. Yep. <laughs> Gotta love them. <laughs> and she stood in that trailer for a long time and didn't care. Like three hours. Uh, none of Jennifer's horses could have stayed in that trailer for that long while she was here. <laughs> Well, she was also getting pampered the whole time she was in there. Yeah. She had everything she could have wanted. Yeah. It must she, have been some good alfalfa. There was good alfalfa. <laughs> she had a big fan. I mean, this yeah. was, and she was just like chowing down. So she was the first one to bring a horse show to a meetup or a horse to a meetup. So from a horse show. So Shona, uh, Jennifer got to catch up with her a little bit. I'm saying, hanging out here with Shona Ensign at the Horse Radio Network. Road show brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products, and you are the only listener. And when this is our this is our last meetup. You are the only listener to bring your horse to the meetup. So tell us who you brought. Okay, well, it was, um, I brought Rooks Ruger. She is a nine year old thoroughbred off the track that I got from New Vocations back when she was about four or five. Now, did you get her from the Kentucky or the Ohio New Vocations? Kentucky got her in Kentucky. And were you looking for an OTTB or were you, like the rest of us, just shopping on OTTB new vocations because they're so cute and then couldn't resist? They were awesome. So I've been shopping for months and then I finally got qualified to be, um, you know, you have to go through an application. Right. And I thought, well, I have this really steady Eddie horse. Why not juice up my life and add another thoroughbred? Um, the Steady Eddie is uh, uh, a Packer unicorn. Mm-hmm. And uh, when she came up, she hit all the buttons. The potential, the soundness. Uh, 16-2, I'm six foot tall. That could work. That could work? That could work. Um, what I really didn't have experience with, uh, the, the chestnut mare side of things. Mm-hmm. But, you know, hey, we're all for new experiences as long as we keep our neck on our <laughs> <shoulder>. <laughs> And she is here. Hanging out in the horse trailer, just as happy as a clam, munching on her hay. She's she is well pampered. She's got a nice fan on her. She's yeah, I noticed that you whipped out the old Ryobi fan. Yes. Now I've been looking for, I've been trying. I'm going to buy myself a Ryobi rechargeable fan to take on the road with me when I take Nigel places because to keep him cool. And you love it. I love it. I love the batteries that you know get a spare battery yeah. so you can charge both of them. And I use it for my dogs when I do dog stuff. I use it for myself when I'm in hot places. But it's so, 
I mean, I have that thing running for hours. Yeah. And it's great. And, and it looks pretty durable. Oh, yeah. I've dropped it many times. Yeah. I have a couple of battery-operated fans, and they're effective, but they're really not very robust. Oh. You know, you, yeah. you drop it one time, and it's all in. There go there's so go some party goers. Bye guys. Bye. Thanks for coming. Such a great crew here. Such, it was so much fun. We had like probably about twelve, a dozen, fifteen yeah. people thereabouts come yeah. picnic. Okay, so that's that part. So when did you start listening to Horse Radio Network podcasts and which years. was your first? Ah, uh, years. I can't remember which one, but what I loved is that it just brought time cleaning down to like milliseconds because you were so engrossed in the things that you want to talk about at the barn but we're too busy to really break it down and to have the interest to continue the conversation and the things that you just don't even think about asking yourself or what that other sportsman is doing in their discipline because you're in an english barn um and the humor and just being real you know, being human about it and not being talked down to, but being talked with. And you just want to be part of that conversation. Aw, isn't that cool? <laughs> Yay! So, yeah, definitely years. About how long? I want to say at least four years. Oh, so you've been around a while. You're, you're, you're at graduate level, I would say. You know when it started? When I didn't want to listen to politics anymore. I think we gained a lot of podcast listeners during the election. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a little bit more than four years, but yes, definitely. I needed some I, sanity. I totally can. You know, so for us, a really wretched, nasty, dirty presidential election right, campaign yes. can yeah. be good for our numbers. Yes. Because people just need to escape. <laughs> Another level of insanity, the horses. The horses. Well, thanks for coming out to the the fourth and final meetup of the roadshow. Yeah, I'm really glad that I was able to bring Rook. We just came back from a horse trial, so it was like five minutes off at night. You came back from a horse trial, and you had clean cross country. Oh, no, really late. green jump cross country. Yeah, That's the important one. <laughs> yeah. When you're when you're at the beginner levels, the clean yeah. cross country jumps are the important part. Yeah, I definitely took my time to build up my confidence. And I make new mistakes every single time. <laughs> you know? I'm a, I, I get that. I can relate. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very big frustration for my trainer. <laughs> but, you know, we, we just keep on moving forward. And as an adult amateur, do you think your brain can handle the the memory or the... Uh, the stresses on everything like oh i've got a hot mare i've got to remember this course what if i do this what if i do that kids they seem to just go out there and ride and so i think as adults we put a lot more pressure we put on a lot ourselves. more pressure on ourselves yeah, yeah. We're not very forgiving and i would i think i would rather make new mistakes than make the same ones over and over yeah but the, you know but forgetting a dressage test is not really oh, the really good one or that's easy <laughs> people do that at world equestrian games all the time <laughs> It's hard to, and you're standing there and they rang the bell and you're going, okay, I know this test. Where did I get it wrong? How do I fix it? And you've got three seconds because, yeah, you know, but, um, Hey, you know, it's sort of like luminosity is to continue to do these things as mm -hmm. an older brain. So I'd say keep on going for it and, you know, keep the adult amateurs and the adult adult amateurs going. It's Yay! Yay. But thank you for talking. Well, before we get to our final interview with Chelsea, who was also one of our first interviews when we started all of this, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about Uncle Jimmy's. And uh, I heard that your horse, Rocket, Lindsay, really likes Uncle Jimmy's. Well, so Rocket's jockey club name was Fast Rocket. 
And of course, he wasn't fast at all. And his nickname now is Fat Rocket. And <laughs> Fat Rocket loves him some yummy treats. However, he is a little picky. And he thinks that the squeezy buns are just absolutely the best. He will turn himself inside out for one of those bad boys. Did you get some squeezy buns? We were handing them out last night. Oh, yes. And okay. I got some at the meetup last week as well. So he has been enjoying them for a few days. <laughs> squeezy buns seem to be a hit on this trip. That's for sure. Uh, and, you know, I think part of the reason is they are fresh because they're individually wrapped. You know, they're not like some of the, the treats you get in the bucket and after a little while they turn hard as rock. You know, these are not. Well, Or and, you put them in your pocket. And, yeah. <laughs> exactly what I was going to say. And also here with the humidity, sometimes if you put things loose, even in a container, they just fall apart well, and crumble. Especially if they have molasses and stuff exactly, in Exactly. Yeah. But with the individually wrapped, I don't worry about them making a mess in my car or in my pocket or in my tack locker. They're perfect. There you go. And that's uncle-jimmies.com. Go check him out today. He has a bunch of stores that carry him to across the country. And we really appreciate uh, Uncle Jimmy's support uh, for throughout this whole show. And we've been thinking about you guys up there. So we interviewed in Southern Pines when we did our test trip for this back in June. We interviewed Chelsea, who came down. And Chelsea did the first setup in the truck when we did the show in Southern Pines. So she sat in the truck with me, and then she came here. So she's also going to be the final listener interview that we do on this uh, road trip. So here's Chelsea. Chelsea here, and you heard Chelsea. She actually, we spent an intimate two hours (laughs) together in the truck in the test week we did. Yes. And it was in Southern Pines, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you sat in the truck for the whole show. We did a post show with you. Yeah. It was very fun. And now we see you here. Yeah, it's well, like I a moved. full circle. I know. <laughs> I moved in between uh, the test run and the actual run, so it worked out that I could see you both times. Well, you were applying for jobs, and yes, you got I was. one. Congratulations! Yes, she's an accountant type. Yes, yes. Uh, but yeah, it was so much fun to see you show up tonight. I wasn't expecting, it, but it really is full circle. Yeah, you were like one of the first listener guests we had in this whole adventure, and now. You're like one of the last. I am, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm definitely the first one to be to test out the truck interview situation. Yes, so. we were the, that was the first time we did a, a whole show in the truck. Yes. And you were in the passenger seat. Now, we've done several since then. Yeah, see? <laughs> Tested it out. It it's worked. Good. <laughs> it worked. So, you actually are a driver, and you said you get to drive a... a you drive ponies or minis, actually. Yeah, I have a mini. Yeah. And so, uh, we just moved, and the barn that I'm boarding at, like, I got super lucky... Um, they do driving too. So I have, we have a trainer and they have some events coming up. So I'm really excited. And you're driving a horse horse. Yeah. So tomorrow I have lessons on Mondays and tomorrow I get to drive the big horse Ah. and I'm excited and slightly very terrified at the same time. (laughs) I was the same way. When I had to drive a big horse for the first time after driving ponies, it was like, they're so tall. Yeah. Well, (laughs) mini to a horse is like, (laughs) yeah, that's really bad. Very scary. Drive a, when I drove draft horses for the first time, that was just freaky because you, you're sitting so high up yeah. and you're looking down at them, which means you're about 15 feet in the air and you're driving these horses that are down in front of you. It's just nuts. That is a bit terrifying. Yeah, yeah. it's nuts. So uh, so you're going to continue your driving career? You're competing and yes. all of that? Yeah. yeah. So uh, I started this year in Southern Pines, the driving and 
like I said, I got really lucky. I was very worried that I wouldn't find a place for my mini because, you know, first off, mini. Remind wants, everybody what your mini's name is. His name is Walker. Walker. He's yep. very cute and precious. Like- <laughs> <laughs> and so I was I was super worried when I moved that I wouldn't be able to find him a place because, like, first off, mini. No one likes minis around. And then also he drives, which is like a whole nother level. But You're going to scare all the riding horses. Yes. All but those I whippy posted, riding horses. Yes. I posted on the... Uh, the local Facebook page and like multiple people were like, "Ooh, go to this place, go to this place." So I was like, "Right, I'm checking it out." And they've been they've been great so far. Like I'm super you haven't excited. Terrified any of the horses as you're going by with your driving mini? No, we actually rode in the ring with them. Like we drove while they were riding. It was super cool. Were they looking? No, no, no one cared. No one cared. Wow, that's a perfect barn for <laughs> I you. I know, right? I was like, this is great. <laughs> I've been, we've been in some barns this trip. I think they would have cared. <laughs> so, yeah. Especially minis. Yeah. You know, even Scooter, we have uh, Ricky Bobby, the yes. neighbor. You heard us talk about Ricky Bobby. Yes. And we went out driving with Ricky Bobby, and Scooter the whole time was like, I don't know about that <laughs> horse. It's not a horse. Yeah, they're all afraid of minis until like they're around them a well, bunch, I guess. I guess. the size of a predator. True. If you think about it. I guess, yeah. And a lot of minis are predators. <laughs> They are not, just a tad, but, you know, they're a cute. Little. Their cuteness makes up we for it. We met the cutest mini donkeys on this trip. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I love them. They're so cute. Yeah, and Most so loud. Most of them were so naughty and yes. loud, but they were cute. <laughs> they were so cute, and they have big ears. Yeah. I'd love to drive one sometime, but I bet you they just, once they stop, you're done. I don't right. know. I don't know. I've never driven one, so I, I can't try say. that. There was a lady in North Carolina that had a, a, a mule, that mini mule that she would drive. And oh, really? Was, mm-hmm. Oh, that's cute. We saw a lot of mule. Uh, so we were in Lancaster County, speaking of driving. Mm-hmm. And, of course, we saw a lot of the Amish out were taking in their hay. Mm-hmm. Most beautiful alfalfa you've ever seen, by the way. Um, so they were taking in their hay. So they would be out cutting one day. And the cutting day, the Amishman across from us was using four percherons. Oh, nice. Black percherons, because I don't think any Amish a, ever wants a white percheron. Uh, a <laughs> breast? Yep, yeah. Yep. So they were using four to do that. And then when they went out, they used a pair but they use mules, and I thought that was interesting. They use percherons one day and mules the next when they did the raking uh-huh. of the hay. So that was only a pair because two mules pull a rake. It's no big deal. Yeah. Um, but it was fun seeing them out do it because it's been so long since I've been back home. Nice. Yeah. You know, that's actually how I got started driving was in um, – uh, we went to go visit family like up north in yeah. the Amish country. Yeah. And they would give like – tours and yeah. the buggies yeah. and the guy let me hold the reins and that was it yeah and then like ever <laughs> since i was like a little kid i was like i want to drive were you I in intercourse drive. was it abe's buggy ride i have no idea it was still there abe's buggy that's ride still funny. there in intercourse that's yep. funny <laughs> <laughs> it's been there since i was a kid abe's buggy rides yeah wow well there you go well thank you for coming out again yeah of and course for, i'm for so closing excited the circle. <laughs> and very now, happy to see you both we head home yeah yeah I get to go do something kind of cool today, ladies. So there is, and and this is an interesting kind of like arc of a story. I went to trailer load a a girl and kind of in the neighborhood. She's she's probably about three or four miles away, and she couldn't get her horse in the trailer. She found out about me, and so I went to go. She's like, I can't get this horse in the trailer. He just won't go. Can't get him near it. So I went over to her house and I took my dually halter and my black line and she had her truck and trailer hooked up and oh my god this thing was like it was like it was like for for goats like it was this tiny (laughs) trailer and she has a pony that she's been riding and then she got a 16-2 hand off the track Mm. (laughs) and so i was like i can't she's like i can't do anything i have no money to buy a new trailer i can't do it 
And so I got him in like one twice, but he was like, it's like a, a horse standing on a, it's like a circus, you know, like pedestal block. Yeah. yeah. Like a circus pedestal. So he was standing in there. And so I, I backed him out. I'm like, I'm going to have to come back again. I don't know what to do. And I was about to go to Monty's for the movement. So I go to Monty's and I ask him, and I think they recorded the question and everything. I was like, Monty, I uh, was asked to go trailer load this horse. And I get there and this trailer is super tiny. I actually did get the horse in, but like he wasn't comfortable. And Monty's answer was, well, you do is you tell her to go park the trailer in the very back of the property. And when she wants to go to a show, park it in the very back of the property and then tell her to tack her horse up. And ride to the show. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds like Monty. (laughs) Exactly. That's exactly what he said. He's like, you, your job as a trainer is to make sure that every situation that you want to to train a horse in is conducive to training. To it's a safe place for the horse. The trailer needs to be a safe place. So he's like, yeah, just tell her. And he goes, and she's probably gonna bad mouth you, and she's gonna say that girl came over here and couldn't get your my horse in the trailer. And you know what everybody's gonna say? They're gonna go to her. They're gonna go, oh my gosh, she's the worst. And then when she walks away, they're gonna go, I knew that horse was gonna get in the trailer. The trailer's too small. <laughs> he was like, you're, you're, you're running the risk of it, but like, it's just, your job is to put the horse in a safe situation. So I, I told her when I got back, I was like, listen, you know, and she, 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 she I, I charged twice. So I usually come twice. So I had gone first and she hadn't paid me for that one. Cause I like to get paid once I'm successful. And so I haven't gotten paid for that one because I wasn't successful, but I was like, you know what? I'll eat it because I just, I wanted to do right for the horse, like what he said, because I was really struggling with what to do. So I told her it was really tough. Like I'm not super good at stuff like this. Cause I've, I never had the nicest stuff growing up and I, and it was just really high. I'm always, my, my thing is I've always been like, I'll just work with what you have. But it, it, when I, he told me that it, it changed my mind. So I, had to tell her, I was like, listen, here's what Monty said. And I, I was a little nicer than what he actually said, (laughs) but basically, you know, this is not a safe place for your horse. This is not going to work. The trailer's not big enough. And and this is just not going to happen. And I can't help you until the day that you get a bigger trailer. If that ever happens, she was like, I can't afford another trailer. Well, uh, okay. We, she's, but I want to take him to shows. He needs to be able to get in that trailer. And I was like, I can't get him in the trailer because the trailer's not safe. And fine. And she left. I got a call yesterday. She bought a bigger trailer. Hooray! And today I'm going to load him in the new trailer. I'm <laughs> so excited. Well, I good mean, for her. That's awesome, that's, though. Yeah. I'm sure it was a struggle for her financially, and she must have had to work extra hours and whatever she does to to get it done. But she got it done, and I'm really excited. And, um, you know, uh, I feel like I was able to use my power for good. You know, maybe it's going to be a safer place. You know, I mean, granted, I haven't seen it yet, but it couldn't <laughs> be smaller. So, <laughs> well, and maybe a- you'll find that now he doesn't have a trailer loading problem because it's big enough for him. That's exactly what I thought because I, she couldn't get him near it, but I got I was able to get him in it with the dually halter, but he just so what he was doing is he would put his front feet all with me all the way in and I had so like a little bit of grain all the way at the very back of the manger and he was standing with his front feet 
all the way to the edge, eating the food out of the manger, and his back feet were out of the trailer. Oh, my God. Oh, well, that is a small trailer. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm not exaggerating. So I, so I get to go trailer load this horse today. So I will try to get some videos. We, you guys we need see. to get Jamie a cape. <laughs> you know, some kind of <laughs> superhero, superhero cape. cape. We yes. need to do that. We you need know to get what, a- though? Monty needs a cape because he's the one who makes me brave enough to do things, you know, and say things. Like when he said that, and he said it on video in front of all the people of the movement, he's like, Parker trailer, all the way back. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is like some new technique. I don't know. <laughs> How do you part all the way in the back? And he's like, and then put the saddle on, but put the saddle on. What's he, do? and then ride it to the show. <laughs> oh, that's where you're going. Okay. Well, I can say I've been there too. I, I bought my first trailer um, with. When I was 12 years old, I got a job working for a neighbor stuffing envelopes so that I could afford to buy one of those little rounded front two-horse trailers. Trailers, which we all owned. Yep. Yep. And I paid it off, and I had it for at least five or six years. So the floor fell out the bottom. Well, no, no, it it was it was safe. It was just tiny. But I had a you know fifteen two hand quarter horse and a fifteen two hand thoroughbred. They fit. And then I bought a 17 one-hand there. Yeah, and I, I had to upgrade my trailer because he, he, there was no way. Even if he was kind enough to get in, he literally would not have fit. We would not have been able to get his butt clo- like in and close yeah. the door. So, Well, Nigel is, a, you know, he's what, 16, 2, 3, and, but he's big. I mean, right. he's big boned. And he, I think he, I do believe there's some horses like humans that are claustrophobic. Yeah. And you put them in situations and you expect them not to freak out, right? <laughs> even It's a small stall or whatever it right. is, even a, a horse trailer. We bought, originally before we bought the trailer we have now, the straight load, we bought a slant load. He freaked out. He totally freaked out in that. He was not happy. We drove him around the block in it, and he just freaked. He did not like it at all. <laughs> and we brought the trailer back, and, and they gave us our money back. Wow. And tra- well, because we bought one double right. the price. Oh. <laughs> so that's yeah, sure. We that bought helps. the straight load. That was double the price. But uh, yeah, so he didn't, he, there was no making him like that trailer. Yeah. You know, it just wasn't going to happen. He wasn't going to fit. Yeah, that's the thing is you have to make the trailer the happy place. And, and I... <laughs> Glenn, I, I did it again. Oh. I, I, I went online. Every time she says that. <laughs> I did it again. So there's a Facebook page, oh, and no. it is called, um, oh, let me, I'm trying to find it right now. Oh, no. I put it in my saved. Oh, no. Were you, yeah. were you in there posting things? I tried. <laughs> it's called OTTB Exchange. And then, you know, and, and I'm on all the, and I've, got, I've left most all of them, but this is some place that sometimes people post horses and I always want to make sure that none of them are horses that I've trained. So <laughs> I find this Facebook page and it's any advice loading a scared thoroughbred on a trailer. Uh, we had tried yesterday. We spent two hours trying to load them. And this is under the guise of bad advice for horse people by horse people. Do you mm. happen to have that sound? No, I don't have that one alone. <laughs> I am like reading all of these and I just, I couldn't, I couldn't take it. I mean, it was things like drug him, you know, you got to oh, blindfold him and walk him in, you know, and whip all him, of whip these, him was in there. I'm sure. Obviously. Uh, and then somebody was like, lunge him behind the trailer door 
with the doors open. And every time he what? doesn't go in, start lunging him again. It's a Clinton Anderson thing where uh. you spin him around in like a five meter circle and you run him and then you allow him to like go in and they're like, oh, they get rest inside the trailer. But see, here's the problem with that is if you lunge. It's Good thing, morning. It's, oh, oh, it's hold Lorraine it, hold Martin. It, hold it. That was my fault. Start that over. Sorry. <laughs> um, it, it says if he if he attempts to load, reward him. I can usually load one even in a, even in a straight load in ten to fifteen minutes. And I was like, that's ten to fifteen minutes of lunging in a like a five meter circle behind a trailer. That's terrible. Like, I, 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 and so I just I, I wrote something like just so you know that's pretty tough on their joints. I have been a bet sack for all my life and I've never had a horse come in because it had a lunging injury. And I was like, but I bet you've had horses with ligament and tendon and spinal injuries. Like, <laughs> like yeah, really like, and then, Oh God, I just got, I got slaughtered, <laughs> slaughtered <laughs> on this Facebook page so much so that I had to like leave the group and delete everything. It was just so ugly, but I saved all of these suggestions that they had because I was like, what is wrong with people? Sedate. This is one of the answers. Sedate, blindfold, and build a chute. <laughs> all, all at the same time? Yeah. 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 Well, what? it's cow, it, very cow-like, that one. It might, <laughs> it might work once, but that'll, that'll be <laughs> it. Yeah. Exactly. But, you know, you know seriously, though, Monty has taken this criticism his whole life. I mean, yeah. he has been a target his whole life because of... Because he's trying not to beat horses, uh, yeah. you know, and it. What kind of freak is he? Yeah. Once <laughs> <laughs> says, "Back him in." And now, what? look, Jamie's the same way. She's a freak too. <laughs> I mean, seriously, dorm. I, I know. It's like here's the thing with giving him dorm most of the end, which is what I learned with with Groot was when Groot would go into the trailer, and then this is my makeover horse, and then he would freak out once you closed him in. And, and I ended up getting in touch with his old trainer on the track. And I said, how did you load this horse? I mean, how did you get him into And he's just so unhappy. His, his message right back to me was one word, dorm. Oh my and, God. And, and, and I'm like, okay, so, so basically since he was sedated with this like dish associative drug, like he was out of it and then he would wake up in a trailer and that's when he would freak out. He would strike and paw and kick and throw himself against the wall. So um, I said something about you know, just don't, I said sedation is a, it's, it's just like, you're not educating the horse if they're sedated, they're not learning anything. So practice trailering your horse before. Oh my God, I am the worst person in the world. How dare you not sedate a man that makes more comfortable. They need to do that. <laughs> oh my God, I can't, I can't, but I saved the post just because I knew you would appreciate that. I actually, every once in a while do try to help people online and it never works out ever, ever. <laughs> I'm <laughs> 10 years you've been doing this mistake over and over. Some people learn from their mistakes, but not Jamie. Nope. <laughs> not me. So, I do care. I was going to say, when you genuinely care, it's hard true. to give up. That's true. Well, and you know, maybe one person sees it and, you know, one person. Yeah. Two people clicked like on my comment. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, you'll I never hear back from the people who actually, you and know, 45 are changed were for with it. the you middle finger up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why isn't I there think... that little uh, button yet? Because they know everyone would use it. 
<laughs> I even said, I was like, listen, I, I practiced, if you guys are on my Facebook page, Flower Farm, uh, Jamie Jennings, I actually trailer loaded off the track thoroughbreds this weekend, which is why I posted because I was like, oh, good, I can help. I just did this. And so I linked back to my page. I'm like, you can watch these videos and then also message me. I was like, mm-hmm, no, crickets. <laughs> You were going to be deleted out of the room anyway. They were going to boot you. Uh, You know what? I preempted that because I left it. (laughs) (laughs) So last night, uh, for the final time here, we we had a group of people getting to try the Shaken Fork. So did you guys try the Shaken Fork? I did. I buzzed it. You buzzed the Shaken Fork? (laughs) And what did you think of the Shaken Fork? I mean, it would have been extra fun if there was actually poop, poop on it. Yeah. But it, you have to take it to the barn it, today. It makes I you think giggle. we should definitely bring yeah. it to the barn today. I need the real experience. Yeah. yeah. I need I need to shake it with the poop in it. Yeah. But it's everybody's reactions the same. They all laugh yeah. when they use it to it. You the can't first not time. laugh. <laughs> so yeah, Equity, you've been a hit. I would say the biggest hit and the thing that the most people wanted to do at the meetups was try the shaking fork. <laughs> it was the thing that's definitely been the biggest hit. And if you two want to see what it's like and uh, want to want to test one out, uh, you'll save half your bedding and half the time cleaning stalls. Yes, the head actually shakes for you. And and that thing is 10 years old and there's not a broken tine, is there? Mm-mm. Nothing. No, it looks pristine. And one of you two used the flexing fork, right? Me. Yeah. So I won actually like way back when you guys first started Really Bad Ads. I think it was in 2012. 12 or 2011 even wow. that I won uh, one of the weeks the prize was a flexing fork and I still have the same flexing fork and I covet it it travels to shows <laughs> with me and I literally like I'll leave my tack out in front of my stall I will lock my flexing fork back <laughs> in my trailer <laughs> because I'm like mm, I don't think anybody's going to take this and walk off with it it's not going to fit that many horses my horse is a chunk but uh but my flexing fork I do not want it to grow legs and walk away. <laughs> so I will literally take it back to my trailer, lock it in my tack room overnight just to make sure that it doesn't go disappearing anywhere. Didn't you have one stolen at a show, Jamie? Was it you uh, or one of our listeners? I did not have one of those stolen. I had something else stolen. But whatever. Yeah, I think one of our listeners had one stolen at a show. So you're wise to lock it up. Yeah, I know. I, I take very special care of it. <laughs> <laughs> EquityMFG.com is where you can find those. You want to do some... Uh, well, first of all, do our auditors have any first world problems? Um, One or two. Okay. It's time for the weekly look at your equestrian first world problems. This ought to be good. All right. Well, just remember that if you have an equestrian problem, it is a first world problem. That's just the world that we are all currently living in right now when we have horses. And these, all these first world problems are real traumatic situations that our listeners are going through. And they decide, you know, cathartically to, to share them with us. And so I feel the need to share them with the rest of you. So misery loves company. Um, and so these are all the auditors that get to post this. So I post on the auditor's Facebook page every Sunday or Monday morning or Glenda's we're looking for the problems. And so if you want to participate in this, you need to become an auditor. So Glenn, how do they do that? Just go to horseradionetwork.com, scroll down the right-hand side of the page and click on the auditor banner. And we have two sitting right here. They've been auditors since it probably started. So thank you guys. (laughs) Well, we're going to start with Lisa and Lisa is over. I believe she's in Australia or New Zealand. And, um, she says that uh, she's got real drama. She says, we are back in lockdown. 
So I, this is, this is making lemonade out of lemons. We are back in lockdown. So I finally have more time to ride, <laughs> but now two of my horses are lame and it's raining. <laughs> she is New Zealand. And I think both Australia and New Zealand are both locked down again. I think Amy, same thing too. She said, because I haven't seen my horse since the start of August due to COVID lockdowns. Uh, I'm not allowed to travel further than five kilometers from my home and horses on full board half an hour away. And someone... <laughs> Someone posted about a loose horse on our community Facebook page. So I got so excited that I could literally run around the corner and save the day <laughs> and get some horse time. But by the time I got my boots and a spare halter, the owner had already arrived. I didn't want to make it weird by asking them if I could smell their horse. <laughs> <laughs> five kilometers. Uh, I couldn't even go to the grocery store in five kilometers from our house. There's nothing in five kilometers in my house, too. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Matt says, my dad was an electrical engineer and he came over and we installed, installed modern outlets and lights in my feed room since it's had no lights when I bought the farm. But now I can see the dust and all the spider webs <laughs> and I want to deep clean it, but I don't have time. <laughs> uh, Carrie says, yeah, it's like, well, I drive my ranger down every night to go take care of the, like lock up the chickens and do night checks. And, um, we have like lights that go on in the ranger and I'll flick the lights on and I'm like, Oh, turn them off all the bugs. <laughs> I don't want to see what's out there in the middle of the night. I don't want to see it. So I get you, Matt. Um, so Carrie has a problem. She says, my friend is bringing her second horse who is wonderful for me to ride on our glamping trip this weekend, but she has to leave on Saturday. So I won't have her horse to ride on Sunday. <laughs> your own damn horse. Uh, <laughs> or come and get one from me. Uh, Kim says, I, uh, this is funny. I live close enough to Disneyland that I can see most of the fireworks from the barn or arena levels on my property. Really? I didn't and know if there I, were farms close to that close to Disneyland anymore. I thought that was I all know. City. Well, at least your horses are trained to loud noises. Yeah, awesome. true. She says, if I time it right, I can take the dog out, do grain buckets, and watch fireworks. But even if he's had his bucket of food already, my horse thinks I should be doing something for him. And he runs around and bangs on the stall. Then the dog barks at the horse. And my animals are so smoil, spoiled so much for enjoying the fireworks. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but Zeus will do something, and my dog Zenyatta, she just has taken to hate, and she hates that horse. Oh, my. They hate each other. And so I'll go down in the morning, and it's, like, my time to, like, enjoy the barn and the peace and quiet. Nobody's up yet. And I'll go to do something, and Zeus, is like, starts banging on the gate. Beat me! And then Zenny's, like, barking at him, and I'm just like, so much for my peaceful morning. <laughs> Isn't it amazing that two different species can hate each other that much? Oh, God. They hate each other. I mean, and and she just walks by and Zeus just sneers at her and he pins his ears <laughs> and wrinkles his nose and she'll look at him and be like, Rrr! like, it's just, it's just. But Zeus hate. doesn't do that with the other dogs? No. Well, like, at least. No other dog harasses him. At and least she doesn't do that with the other horses? No, he, she is the That's police. So she is the Zeus police. <laughs> well, at least Chad has somebody to commiserate with. <laughs> I think that's why she hates him, because she can feel his hate for him. <laughs> you know a dog we haven't talked about in a long time? How's the floppy-haired dog you have doing? Aww. Bella the Basset Hound mm -hmm. is, like, great. She's my, I'll wake up in the middle of the night, like, you know, like, I don't sleep very good, and all I have to do is go, oh, Bella, okay, she's on her chair. 
I go back to sleep. <laughs> she is my um, Chad calls her my emotional. She doesn't dog. care where Lucas is, but Bella's in the right place. <laughs> Lucas could be outside playing at midnight. Chad she put care. him to bed. He's fine. <laughs> Priorities. <laughs> Lindsay, oh Lindsay, Lindsay submitted a first world problem. Can she I said, read my own? Yes. I have always wanted to do this. Oh, my God. Yeah, you can read them all. Go ahead. I'll take the day off. Fine. Glenn and Jen and Celeste are at my house, which is awesome. But I still haven't met Jamie yet in person. Oh, I feel like we're friends, but we haven't met yet. We're absolutely friends, just online friends. Those still count. You know, when I'm talking about people that are on the auditor page, I – I'm like, y'all, we, you, we've heard from y'all doing this too. Like you listen to podcasts and be like, my friend said, I totally be like, oh, my friend posted things. I, I do it all the time. So yeah. I think of the people, the podcasts I listen to all the time that I listen to for years, they're all my friends and they don't know me, <laughs> but it's true, right? We think of it that way. Absolutely. Yeah. We talk about them that way. That's for sure. And the horse radio <laughs> network is special in that we're actually friends. Yeah. yeah. You guys actually know <laughs> your listeners at your house. and yeah, yeah, you come visit us and hang out and we chat. It's awesome. And they feed it's, us, which is the best part of this job. <laughs> <laughs> it is amazing. I listen to a podcast of like, like the news kind of thing I listen to and I would never call those people my friends though. Like, I think friends, though a news well, podcast is different. Yeah, there's yeah. not much interaction there. Yeah, you know what's funny though is this show it's is news and, and it's like a like a news and talk show kind of thing. And I never am like, oh, that guy Eric, he's my friend. Like, <laughs> no, that guy's like that weird guy on the radio that I listen to. <laughs> <laughs> so, but you did you have this? I mean, truly, we are thought of as friends. But, you know, I, I know that because I've just met a hundred people who have said that. As you know, we've gone around. Did you have that same kind of thing in Atlanta, or were they just stalking you because you were a hot girl? You know, uh, what happened in Atlanta is it still does happen with this show too, uh, a little bit, but here's the thing is, is I would say something on the radio and then somebody would come up to me like a year later and be like, Oh my God, I remember the time you said that blah, blah, blah. And I have no recollection. Yeah, me too. I, that's happened this entire trip. Actually, people will bring stuff up and I don't remember it. Well, at all. I'm sure that's even worse with podcasts because you can listen to them anytime. True. I'm forever behind on all of my listening. So I listened to something back from July and, Oh, that was so funny what you said, Jamie, but you, yeah, yeah. that was a while ago. It's August now. We've forgotten that. <laughs> you know what? I, I will do this show and I will go downstairs. And Chad will go, how was the show? Uh, I, well, you know what? Here's what I've determined. If I go downstairs and he says, how was the show? And I feel great. I'm like, the show is great. If I go downstairs and I have like a little bit of a stomach ache, I'm like, oh, could have probably been better. I probably said something stupid. <laughs> <laughs> So I can't, I couldn't tell you what it was. I don't remember. I, you know, you do twenty five hundred of these. I I don't know, but but I won't remember this one forever because we have Lindsay and Celeste. Awesome. Well, this show okay. is designed after uh, uh, a show called Bob and Sherry in the Morning. It's a syndicated show. They've been on a hundred stations across the country, and that's what this show is designed after. And I looked for a Sherry, mm-hmm. and that's Jamie, and she just like her too. Um, <laughs> Thanks. So so. 
I I feel like they're friends. And then I did get to meet them. Oh, so yeah? that was cool. And now I talk all the time to their producer, the guy who runs oh, their show so cool. and sells their ads. And yeah. he actually looks to us for podcasting advice because they do podcasts. So he'll write to me for podcasting advice. And I've met him at conferences. So there's a there's a full circle That's so right funny. there. Isn't That's that, awesome. Isn't that cool? I'm so, going to tell you the real story um, because I've been on the other side of that. It's like that weird podcasting guy emailed me again. <laughs> <laughs> Like, he won't leave me alone. He won't leave you alone. He like thinks we're friends. I don't even know him really. I met him one time, but like I meet all people all the time. Yeah, totally. Uh, two more. <laughs> Holly says, and I feel you, girl. Holly says, my body thinks I need eight hours of sleep, but my brain told me to have four horses, two dogs, two cats, four chickens, three ducks, and a five-year-old human, a husband, friends, and a full-time job. <laughs> It is just not possible, body. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Um, and then finally, Alexander. I rode my OTTB mare, Ollie, in our first ever... How cool is it to have a female horse named Ollie? I love it. And our first ever dressage show yesterday. And we did a really great job. And so now I'm like all inspired and excited about dressage. And I want to do more dressage today. But like, she deserves like a couple days off. But I want to ride. <laughs> Time so for just get a second. Yep, that's what I was gonna say. It's time for another horse and a bigger trailer yeah. and a bigger <laughs> truck, and there yeah. it goes down the rabbit hole. Yep. Now, um, Celeste, do, you did not contribute. So, do you have any equestrian first of all problems before we wrap this up? I mean. I guess so. Yeah. When do we never not have first world problems? <laughs> I guess mine would be that um, I got to spend the night with Lindsay at her house and get to meet all my new friends who I hadn't met except for, you know, like online before. So now they're real. But I have to feed the night at the barn. So I'm going to have to leave to go home today. Uh, she she drove like three or four hours to get here. So yeah, it's about four hours. Yeah, that's so some commitment. That's dedication right there. All I had to do was clean the house. <laughs> that's dedication though too I just claim the spare room here <laughs> Celeste has stayed it. with us a few times <laughs> yeah she's she's. you don't have to clean for Celeste it's fine yeah. <laughs> just oh, make sure w- there's pets to pet I wasn't cleaning for Celeste I was cleaning for Glenn <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah. Uh, yeah because my house is so perfect um, and you guys are you both signed up for the cruise again this year Currently, yeah. we are. Yay. Uh, we uh, we both went on the cruise with our significant others last right year, right before COVID. <laughs> right before COVID, the timing was great. But oh my gosh, we had such a great time. We still talk about it all the time. Yep. And we have more people signed up this time. Mm-hmm. And actually, uh, Chelsea was here. Let's. We're going to throw her under the bus so she has to. <laughs> now she must. There's a special. I need to mention this. If you're still interested in the cruise, but you're single, and Chelsea's single. Uh, there's a special going on right now for singles, which never at an entire time I've been cruising have I heard of this. But Michelle, our travel agent, has a special for singles. And the singles that are already signed up, she got them the reduced rate. So um, if you're single, and I know Chelsea wrote uh, uh, to the travel agent, Michelle, and is probably going to go on the cruise, right now is your chance. And don't worry about coming single. There were a lot of single oh. people on the last cruise, and there'll be a lot of single, especially females on this cruise, and one guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that dude! Now, is there's lucky. tons of there's tons of people to hang out with. That's I I wouldn't say cruising is necessarily even my favorite, but if I wasn't going with a group, I wouldn't go 
but going with a group, it was fun. Definitely. Yeah. The group is really what made it. And absolutely. Says I two would, of the girls who got violently ill on the last day of this. It was. <laughs> you notice I, I signed up again. I it's because of y'all, not because of the ship. Well, we did determine that as long as you sat in the hot tub, you couldn't really feel the boat rocking. So that last day, we just. <laughs> There's the tip of yeah, the day. Uh, we just kind of took over that hot tub. We it, had a great, it was, great time. It was open air at the top of the ship. And you were just like, oh, look, there's waves in our own pool. We're in the ocean. <laughs> yeah, and then you went and it inside was right the near boat the edge. and you're like, oh, no, this was a bad life decision. <laughs> it was Never right near should the have edge come inside. So they could throw up over the side. Oh, <laughs> I don't think there was any actual throwing up, but it was. I've never been seasick. Well, this ship is twice the size of the other one, so you'll notice it a little less. Actually, it'll be a little. Well, what I have heard this whole time is that there's a bunch of single chicks going on this cruise, and there's one dude. Well, the uh, the problem is the one dude is Cade, and he he will let you know he's gay. So that's not that's (laughs) not a consideration. All the more reason for other dudes who are you know thing. go. (laughs) I would say Cade coming on the cruise is like the number one reason everyone should shine. It is true. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that dude is a riot and a half. Cade, I love him. Cade makes us look like we are not funny or entertaining in any way. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, you can still sign up. Go to horseloverscruise.com and contact Michelle and she'll give you the rates. We don't have the rates up there because they change every minute now. So uh, sign up and actually, uh, I think final payments are due November 1st. So we only have a month and some to sign up yet. And it's in February. Lord knows what's going to happen with COVID. We're just not worrying about it. If we go, we go, we don't. You get your money back so uh it's a seven night cruise on the second largest cruise ship in the world there's 24 restaurants on this cruise ship mm. so and a salsa club and a, is there yeah there is oh yeah, i'm excited about we, that too. jamie you missed it last night there were lights on the porch out here it was dark we had the extra large hornets and a salsa demonstration all at the same time because Lindsay and reed are salsa dancers that's how they met and we filmed a little for a video it was beautiful. I would really like for you guys also to film some of your mounted archery that you're going to go do right We're now. We're going to do that. And then yep. Absolutely. I would like to also just, I know Glenn won't do it on a horse, but could you film Glenn shooting a couple things? Because I want to laugh at him. No. <laughs> I, I, I'm ready to not do that. Given him, I have not given up hope about getting him on the horse, at least at the walk. No one said you have to gallop. Just sit on the horse and we'll they all say. It. it'll be like a pony ride with a bow and arrow my it'll horse be great. is the best trained horse in the world till they gallop I did not say that <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's he it for Duke, so it has <laughs> but he can do glorified pony ride everyone can do that no yeah. problem I've done that before I just never enjoy it <laughs> so- <laughs> but you've never tried it with a bow and arrow before Oh, that's true. I have I haven't tried it with a bone arrow before. Okay, you just get that on film, Lindsay. Make it happen. <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> All right, that's it for today's show. Auditors, hang on for a post show. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. We appreciate it, and uh, we're going to have a best of show on Wednesday because we're going to be driving back, uh, hopefully beating this storm home, and then we'll be back on Friday. So, thank you so much for joining us today. Take care, everybody. Stay with me, girls. Spay, neuter, and gal. And sterilize. Yeah. Oh, oh, we're getting to that. That is a post-show conversation that is going to happen. So I think she'll need to hear that story. Yes. Uh. Okay, auditors, you made it to the post-show. Remember, this can get a little, well, shitty. So it's not safe for work or the kiddos. Y'all have fun now. 
So welcome to the post show, everybody, auditors. Do you listen to post show, Lindsay? I do. Yeah. Um, I had to figure out, I can't use my phone in the office, and I had to figure out how to listen to it from my work computer was the biggest podcast-related challenge I have faced in the last few years. But uh, the post show is worth it every time. <laughs> I'm assuming everyone listening to this agrees since they are also listening to the post show. But, you know, Jamie and I, you know, we don't get why people like the post show. We have no agenda. We don't plan it. We, we just talk about whatever shit we feel like talking about. It's because of that right there. Hearing you cuss makes me giggle <laughs> every time. <laughs> It's like hearing the teacher cuss. Uh, Glenn dropped the F-bomb last night, and a few of the people were like, whoa. <laughs> they were. Their expressions on their faces were like. <laughs> I mean, we're horse people. We all say it, right? But, I do swear. Uh, you know? But, you know, we just Jamie don't... knew I sweared, swore long before. Well, and I think we all knew it. Jamie swore yeah, before I mean, was... we heard it. But <laughs> I don't. <laughs> How fucking dare you. <laughs> <laughs> But I, uh, I think it just surprises everyone when we hear it out of Glenn, because it just seems a little out of character for you. But uh, heard a lot of that on the cruise as well. Another reason why y'all should come. <laughs> you know what? I just so want to go on that cruise. If y'all would just do it on land, it would be awesome. You know, I don't think you would have as much trouble as you think. I really mm-hmm. don't. We'd get you a patch. We'll stick it to your neck. You'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. They're, they have improved the Dramamine stuff a lot. You don't have to take pills anymore. You just, you'll see a ton of people walking around the cruise with the patch mm-hmm. on their neck. Yeah. You do see that, a ton of uh, people with those. Well, or the was, little wristbands. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I use the wristbands and uh, they work well for me. There was also some chatter about doing a HRN meetup at a Dude Yeah, Ranch. COVID put that. We yeah, had it, we were planning yeah. it, and it happened right during COVID. Well, I so. would be, I'm, I'm still going to sign up for the cruises because that was so much fun, but Dude Ranch also sounded fantastic. I would yes. definitely But do you think Jamie would have a good time? I do think she'd have a good time. Of course, it's oh, a yeah. seven-night cruise, and oh, God. there's not a lot of places to <laughs> bail out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Helicopter fleas. <laughs> She's having a fit. <laughs> we can't load her in her room. <laughs> <laughs> have you Get tried a dually halter? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe some cupcakes on the bed. <laughs> It was like the E.T., just like one little M&M every I, I will tell you this. I think you would forget about it because of all the friends you're on the cruise with. Yeah. I think that that's where you'd forget about it. I'm trying here. I'm trying to get her. Even on the smaller ship, it was really easy to forget you were at sea until you looked out the window and, oh, but until that last day, which everyone said, you know, was just crazy rough. Like, yeah. it was one of one of your Oklahoma moments, Jamie. Yeah. This never happened. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. um, but until that last day, it was... Totally fine. Not a problem at all. I mean, maybe we should have drunk more because that's what it felt like. It felt like you were just like absolutely had had three too many drinks and you couldn't keep yourself upright. But I would have felt better if it was because I was drinking. You guys drank quite a bit. Not me. I didn't even have a drink package. I did not. Lindsay, on the other hand, and your dad's not listening to this part. (laughs) Neither confirm nor deny. Lindsay might have by noon every day have had a few. No. (laughs) 1 p.m. at least. Not now, I want to see if Jamie... We got could, our money's worth. Jamie, I want to see if you can keep up with these guys because they really were up to 2, 3 in the morning dancing every night. You mm-hmm. really were. We, we had a fantastic I don't time. We'd wear you out enough that, that you slept. <laughs> For sure. Did yeah, we, I, it would be... It would be uh, 
I would be up to the challenge. <laughs> but the problem is I would go on this cruise and I'd be in my room the whole weekend, not a whole week, not able to drink anything because I was so nauseous from being on boat. You wouldn't. You know, you know I, what the answer is you would here, need right, the Glenn? It is a big ship. I mean, there are literally parts of this ship that you will not know. It is huge. No, the answer here is we dorm her and we abduct her just like this, just like the trainer did to Groot. She'll wake up thrashing her in her boat. room, but she'll already be on the boat. She can't do anything about it. Perfect. Duh. Eventually, I'd tire of fighting. <laughs> exactly. We'll put some kicking rings on her and she'll be fine. Oh, I got mine. I didn't end up with a Bible, Jamie. You'll be happy to note. You did. Oh, you did. You got. <laughs> I did get the rings did. and not a Bible. Yes, I, I got what you actually sent me. <laughs> it took me a second to process that you talking about a Bible. Sorry. So for those who didn't hear this, I sub- I I think it was Shauna that I sent uh, kicking rings to, <laughs> and they took the kicking rings out of the box, put a Bible into the box, and then taped it up. Your horse needs Jesus. We met Shona. She might need help. I don't know. We met her last night. She was crazy. I I think that was who it was, or Tanya. I can't remember. Um, And so that was the issue. So this time, did you notice the that I had stuffed the box so it wouldn't bounce around yes. as much. Yeah, it Did was heavy, I but I saw it. It, <laughs> it was some kind of extra paper. I, I I remember looking at it and being like, "Okay, then." So so here I got in a little trouble, you guys, and so I'll be, I'll come clean. So uh, you know, Lucas did COVID schooling for ten days when they were on quarantine, and so he did all this work. And so I on my desk here, I had all these papers, and I was like, you know what? I'll take these. Papers papers i'll crumble them up and i'll stuff them in the box and it's all his schoolwork. but like whatever it was just littering my desk oh my fucking god the next day the teacher's like hi where is all that paperwork <gasps> oh, oh no <laughs> and I was like, oh no celeste can you send it it's back it. i might be able to find it maybe i had to message the teacher and i was like hilarious. i didn't realize that i was supposed to hold on to that nobody told me what the protocol was cleaned up after play stupid <laughs> yeah totally and she was like that's like i was like i promise he worked really hard and i even looked at it and got everything right <laughs> did you did you did playing stupid work in that case or did she just tell you yes. to fuck off well she was basically like i know he was doing it so it's fine no i just said she's like i i can't give him credit for it but i'm not gonna give is this a private school it. Yes. That's the only reason she was nice about that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They want you to keep paying. <laughs> but yes, all of you people that got the, the kicking rings in this last batch, I sent out seven pair. I crumbled up paper and it's all of us schoolwork. Well, now it makes a little more sense. Someone check his math. <sighs> Yeah, exactly. If y'all could let me know if things are correct, I'd appreciate oh. it. But yeah, no, I, yeah, I totally screwed that Can up. Can I tell so. you about one of the damn stupidest things I've ever heard on this trip? Oh, sure. Oh, God. And it was <laughs> Lindsay's husband last night, Reed, who told me it. What? He was a teacher, and he oh. quit recently and got a real job. Or Actually, teachers <laughs> are real jobs, but it's he got a job where he... He works half the hours yeah, now. Yeah, he, he was he would, stressed. He worked 70 and Every hours teacher must every be stressed. Every week. But I'm so glad he Have he you ever teaching. heard of corrective testing? Oh, God. No. So you take your test in school. This is the way it was in his classroom. No wonder he worked 80 hours a week. Mm-hmm. So he gives the tests. And what they had to do is if you got things wrong in the test, you could retake that part of the test. No, not that part of the test. Reed had to write a second test. 
for the students to take it. So he had to write two tests. He had to grade two tests. And the students so, knew that they didn't even have to try on the first one because, because it was... a second one. And they knew basically exactly what was going to be on the second test. It is it is really damn stupid. Um, And that was definitely <laughs> one of the reasons why he is no longer teaching. He loved the teaching part he of it. He loved the and, kids, he said. And the yeah. students. But, you know, it's all the parents and administrative bullshit. And, uh, I mean, and I... Uh, God bless all you teachers that are listening to this. You guys have always worked way harder than anyone gives you credit for. But now. I know during this, <laughs> during COVID, oh my God, I can't, can't even, even imagine. imagine. And I'm I'm so thankful that Reed had a quote unquote normal job during COVID. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the stress level was high enough for everybody. No, we, we did not need that in our household. I don't, that would not have boded well for the state of our marriage. So basically you can't flunk out anymore. It, and that exactly. is only done to raise the, the high school or the school's averages. Exactly. That's the only reason that's done. Well, and uh, my understanding is it came about from a lawsuit from a parent <laughs> who was upset. You know, we're in Fairfax County, Virginia. It is one of the top counties in the world. Um, but we have some really good schools in Virginia, and one of the students had apparently applied to UVA, um, which is where I went, and I'm honestly not positive how I got in, um, but it's very, very hard to get in, like 8% acceptance rate, um, and this student did not get in. Father sued the school system saying, oh, if you allowed retakes, my daughter's GPA would have been higher and she would have gotten in. And <laughs> but if your daughter was smarter and actually did her work, she yeah, would have gotten in. Well, right. And so the stupidest thing is the schools know exactly which counties have these policies. So they know, okay, you know, a 4.0 in Fairfax County is probably the same as a 3.8 in another county. Like they, they fucking know. You don't need to, you don't need to... Uh, Inflate them in that way. Does, does he so get to do dumb. retake his tests over there, Jamie? Does N- no, no, that's not a thing. I mean, again, I, he goes to this private school, which is like the Mary Poppins. Educational <laughs> do you have to bring an umbrella experience. in when you go in? Do you have to carry an umbrella? This is like the coolest school to want to go to. And so we're really pleased with it. Um, so I, I, I've never heard of him retaking anything, but he's only in fourth grade. <laughs> it can happen. <laughs> I, I mean, it just defeats the purpose of a test. If you well, what, a 50 was a minimum he was allowed to give anybody. Yes, and he couldn't give anyone a zero, even if you literally <laughs> never, ever turned in any homework. You well, didn't get a zero. I said zero. to him, if I wrote my name on the paper, he said, you got a 50. Oh, my God. <laughs> Why wouldn't I go to this school district? Yeah, I could have right? retaken tests. <laughs> well, and Reed was teaching high school physics, um, AP physics even. So, you know, theoretically, he's even having like... I like theoretically good pun for physics. <laughs> <laughs> Not intended, but I'll, I'll go with it. Um, you know, the smart kid should be like self-selecting into that class, right? So it's not Thanks. the kind yeah, of class yeah. You're that trying like, to avoid everyone physics. takes. <laughs> right. So if, if, you, if you know you're stupid, like, sorry, sorry, kids... Um, you're probably not going to sign up for physics, right? So it's only the smart kids, in theory, again, that are taking this class. And yeah, so many problems. By the way, if we've that. offended anybody or any teachers out there who like doing double the work, then write to Jennifer at horseradionetwork.com. <laughs> She'll take you. But we have to go. You guys got to go to the barn. Jamie has to I go back go to work. Trailer load. You have to go trailer load. <laughs> Did you get a picture of the trailer? Are you sure it's bigger? I I will uh, I will take one. We will see. I'm I'm not a hundred percent sure. I, she was like, I got it. She actually messaged me and said I got a longer trailer. Oh, so, so maybe not taller trailer. Taller, yeah. but yeah. it's still made I mean, for it minis. It can't be worse. Like when I got there, I was like, 
Holy now shit. it's a 20 foot what? mini trailer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Put your head down, bud. Yeah. You'll <laughs> fit lengthwise. We'll just stretch you a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye, Jamie. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye.